At Brand Mary, we believe in the power of storytelling. So we're on a mission to help entrepreneurs own and monetize their story through personal branding and advanced marketing strategies. Build a brand, market with ease, create more income and impact. Welcome to the Brand Mary Podcast. Eek. I'm so excited for today's episode. I mean, I, I hope that you're listening to it because you saw the title and you were like, yes, I need this episode in my life. Everyone needs this episode in their life. <laughs> I remember when I needed this episode in my life. The niching down process always feels like a dark cloud over your head at all times. And you're like, I just need to figure it out and then I can move on. So we're going to talk about it today. We're going to talk about what niching down actually is. I'm going to give you some of my top tips, but I also have an invitation for you. And this, I am very excited about. You might have seen an email. You might have seen something on social media, but just in case you didn't, I want to let you know that I'm hosting an upcoming challenge. I do not do these very often. My first year in business, I did them every single month. Yes, every single month I would do a week-long challenge. They're incredibly popular. The reviews that I get from challenges are always incredible. Think of it as a mini course, mini training for free. No joke. And this particular challenge that I'm going to be hosting that is kicking off on October 18th is all about your niche. It's all about niching down. So today I'm going to give you an intro into what niching down really is and what I recommend you focus on. But during this challenge, we are going to break it down each day to actually finalize your niche. Yes, I want you to finalize your niche over the course of four days and also know how to describe exactly what you do and who you are serving. That is the end goal. So if you want to join me for the Specify Your Niche Challenge, which is happening October 18th through October 21st, it's a daily mini training and community with coaching and support and you can ask questions. And it's like I said, it's like a four day mini course all about niching down. So we can turn that rain cloud over your head into bright sunshine and rainbows and you can move on with your life and your business. Sound good? Go to brandmary.com slash niche to get all the specifics and to get signed up. Inside of the training, we're going to talk about the key to incorporating your authentic story into the niching down process, how to identify the problem that you solve and the impact it will make on your community, and the specific questions to ask yourself so you can finally share your niche and build your online business with ease. Plus, as I already mentioned, we're going to have live coaching and support inside of this challenge. Go to brandmary.com slash niche. Like seriously, pause this and do it right now unless you're driving. Don't do that. But if you're at home or walking around the grocery store, yes, I have earbuds in my ear when I'm at the grocery store. Do not judge me. Stop what you're doing. Go sign up so you don't forget. All right. So in today's episode, I want to give you the first step of the niching down process. What the hell is your niche? And if you're over there and you're like, well, I don't pronounce it this way, Michelle, just deal with it right now. (laughs) This is how I pronounce it. This is what we're doing. This is my podcast. Okay? There's no right or wrong way in my mind, but this is what we're doing. So (laughs) what is your niche? I'll tell you what your niche is not. Let's start there. Your niche is not your product or your service. Something that I see entrepreneurs do from time and time and time and time again is they say, this is what I offer. This is what I offer. This is my niche. 
No, it is not. That is the avenue that you support your clients, right? That is the tool that you use for your work, for the work that you do. It's not your niche. It's not your focus. It's not your your little um, carved out space in the industry. And the other side of this is not only is that not what your niche is, but it's also limiting you. If you build an entire brand around your niche, which is yo, what you're supposed to do, okay? So like your niche is one of the first steps in building a brand foundation, in case you didn't know. It's one of the first things that we do inside of my program, Roadmap to Freedom. If that is the whole goal and you're centering it around a product or a service, what happens if you pivot? What happens if you decide to add another product or service? What happens if you decide that your current product or service is no longer something you want to offer? You're kind of screwed. You're going to have to spend a ton of time going back to the beginning and redoing your brand foundations and rebranding everything. And it's not worth it. And it's not the correct process of niching down. So if you're listening to this and you're like, ooh, I think my niche is centered around my product and service, don't worry. We're going to talk about what it is instead. The other thing that your niche is not is your ideal customer. So your niche is not just your ideal customer. Now you're going to learn in just a second that your ideal customer does play a role in determining your niche, okay? But it's not like I serve this person. That is not a niche. That is an ideal customer. That is an audience. Again, you've got the the vessel or the tool, the product or the service for that particular person. But what are you ultimately promising? Like, what are you ultimately setting out to do? How are you saying, this is specifically how I'm going to support you? That is the question that we have to ask ourselves in the niching down process. So when you start to think about your niche, I want you to focus in on the problem. In fact, your niche should be the problem that you solve for your specific target market. So you've got a target problem for a specific person, right? Or group of people. You're ultimately solving a problem with your business. Now, I hope you're not sitting there, although, I mean, chances are pretty high that you're sitting there like, I don't solve a problem. I don't have a specific problem. You kind of have to. You you kind of have to have a specific problem or you're going to have a hard time creating a profitable business. People buy things, services, products, whatever, to solve a problem. If I make eggs every single morning and I have a pan and my eggs stick to the pan every morning, my problem is I have a pan that my eggs stick to. So I need to go out and find a pan that's not going to do that. Problem, right? If I have acne, I talk about adult acne a lot because surprise, I have it. Um, If I have adult acne on my face, I've got a problem. I need to find a solution to that problem. So I'm going to go out and I'm going to search for something to solve that problem. If you want to start an online business and you have a, that's your problem. I don't know how to start an online business. That's the problem. You're going to go out and you're going to look for something to help you solve that business. And you're going to find Roadmap to Freedom. You're going to sign up and the end is history. <laughs> JK. For some of you, that is 100% true. Um, so you have to solve a problem. The work that you're doing has to solve a problem. So that's what we want to use in the niching down process. So when you're thinking about your niche, think about the particular problem that you solve for your ideal customer. Now, if you're like, 
I solve a lot of problems. Let's have a conversation about that. One of the worst things that you can do when you're starting your business. And now when I say starting your business, I don't want you to to think that I mean like the first month or when you're just mapping out your business plans. I consider the starting the business pay, the starting a business process until you're consistently making money. So I'm not saying it has to be 10K months, but let's say you are going to start with the 1K months, you know, and you want to consistently make at least 1K and then three and then five, whatever that number is for you. That's all kind of the starting the business phase because you might have a business, but if you're not making, I mean, you might think that you have a business, you might have the things in place, but if you're not making money, you don't have a business, right? Kind of, they fit together like that. So when you're starting out, the more specific you can be, the faster you will grow. We've got to start small to go big. And it can be really easy to say, I want to do all of these things. I want to have five different programs. I want to solve five different problems. I want to have five different ideal customers. I saw so-and-so is doing that, and I want that too. There's two things that might be happening with so-and-so. One could be so-and-so is doing that, but they're not making any money, (laughs) which happens way more often than you would imagine. Option number two and what might be happening is so-and-so has been doing this for a while. So-and-so got really good at one thing and then added something else and then added something else. And now they sell journals and posters and sweatshirts and coaching and books and live events and, I don't know, tapestry for their walls, (laughs) right? Because so-and-so can do that. But if you're in the beginning phases and you're not consistently making income, you are not in a place where that makes sense. So you want to be specific because that's going to allow you to grow faster. When I first started, I specifically helped people launch their business. So build their brand and show up on social media and build their website. Those were the three things that I focused on. That's all I knew how to do at the time, by the way. So I didn't make any promises of signing clients. I didn't say, you know, I'll help you launch your first group program or I'll help you build a podcast or anything like that. I was like, I'll help you take all of your ideas, streamline them, and put a business out into the world. Then as I started to learn more and more, I was able to expand. Today, the problem that I solve is supporting entrepreneurs who struggle with creating a revenue generating business. They're not making money and consistent money from their business. And they come to me, right? That's probably why you're here. <laughs> and the avenues that I use are branding and marketing. And then I have specific programs under each of those. So when I'm talking about my niche, that is what I'm focused on. So you want to identify the problem that your target audience is facing. And this is why ideal customer work is so important. Because it's going to be really hard to identify the problem if you don't really know who your ideal customer is. They fit hand in hand. And that's where it can get confusing sometimes. But the way that I love to teach it is um, to begin with the process of storytelling. So what are your strengths? What are the things that you're really, really good at? What have you helped people with? Friends, family, colleagues? What have you been paid for in the past? What's your training in? All these different things. What are the things from your story that you know make you unique? that you're really, really good at, that you can bring to the table. Then think about who you ultimately want to support in doing just that, right? So this is kind of the second phase, which is your ideal customer. Let's say, and this is this is not even a figurative story. This is a real story, so it's not even a let's say. For example, 
when I was starting my business and I was trying to figure out what I was going to specifically focus on, because at first I also was just going to help everyone with everything. Guess what? Didn't work out. Didn't make any money. I made a list of all of my strengths, and this is still an exercise that I teach inside of Roadmap to Freedom. Made a list of all of my strengths and then started grouping them together. And I found that something that I was really good at was communication, that I had a background in PR, but I didn't want to teach PR, um, that I knew how to use social media and communication and messaging, and I had done a lot of work in branding and messaging and advertising. And so by looking at this, I was able to see, you know, this is kind of a central theme, communication. So then I started to think about, well, who do I want to work with? Like, who do I feel really connected with? Who can I share a lot of, you know, similarities with? That was important to me. That's not a decision make marker for all businesses. But for my business, I had in my mind specifically who I wanted to work with and what their desires were. So I started writing that down. So then the third piece of it, I said, okay, this is kind of my general focus. This is my ideal customer. What are their main problems with that focus? So I started to ask myself of my ideal customer, what do they struggle with most with communication? And I was able to start to pinpoint those specific problems to which I could then create my niche. Now, your niche can evolve over time. We've already said that. And I think I think sometimes we think that pieces of business are so permanent and we we let ourselves believe that like, well, I'm going to do this and then I'm never ever going to be able to go back to it and change it ever again. And that's not true. Your business is evolving. You're evolving. Your level of expertise is evolving. It's meant to change, but you've got to have something solid and specific to get started. Otherwise, you're constantly going to be changing it and moving it around and you're not going to make money in your business. So creating a very specific niche is incredibly important. And as I've mentioned, we've talked about what your niche is, right? It is the specific problem that you solve for your ideal customer. So the key things that you need to start considering are, what do I bring to the table? What is unique about my approach? How do I uniquely, I'm using unique as the word, fill in whatever filler you want, you know, uniquely solve that problem. Who do I ultimately want to serve? Why is this problem top of mind for them? What specifics do you have about that? And then really solidifying that specific niche, that specific problem down even more. And and that is going to give you an amazing launching off point for your business. It's going to allow you to effortlessly communicate, hey, this is who I serve. This is... The problem that I solve for them, this is how I do that. And that's when you can go into your specific products or services, um, which of course you can have more of as you grow. But I highly recommend that you start small to go big, to scale quickly. And so I hope that really helps in providing some clarity around niching down and what it actually means. And to also give you a little bit of a permission slip that you can absolutely be multi-passionate, that you can have a lot of different things that you love to do. And we're, we're not saying, I'm not saying that you can never do them. But when you think about your goals, and if, if one of your goals when you're starting out, which it probably is for so many of you listening, is to make consistent money, then you need to make money. And so we've got to strip it back. We've got to streamline it. We've got to focus on the thing that's going to be the most profitable. We've got to focus on the the main problem because again, we will pay a lot of money to solve a problem. Think about, this just came to me, but when, when when you're thinking about the niching down process, I want you to think about doctors. Like what, Michelle? Okay. If you go to a general doctor who can help you with 
anything under the sun. You can bring all of your questions to them. They make they make less money than a specialist, right? If if I got a problem with my foot, I'm gonna go to a foot doctor, <laughs> and they're gonna help me with that specific problem. If I want to get my skin looked at, I'm gonna go to a dermatologist, and they're gonna help me with that specific problem. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but those specialists make more money. More money because they're specializing in solving a very specific problem. We will pay more money as a consumer to solve very specific problems. So if there's anything to motivate you to get specific, especially in the beginning, think about the money that you'll be able to create that will then allow you to expand to a point where, yes, you can sell journals and jewelry and tapestry and books and all of those different things. I get it. I want to do it too. But I also know that I'm going to need money to do all that, right? (laughs) So don't stretch yourself too thin. Focus on getting really, really specific. And when you're thinking about the niching down process, think about the specific problem that you solve for your ideal customer. This was a little mini episode for you today because what I want you to know is that I'm giving you all the goods. I'm walking you through the entire process. I'm even giving you a formula for how you can niche down and then introduce your brand and your business to prospective clients and audience members online. And that's all going to be happening inside of the Niching Down Challenge. So you've got to get signed up for that. Go to brandmary.com slash niche to sign up for the challenge. It's happening October 18th through the 21st. That's it. That's it. If you don't sign up for the challenge, you won't get access to the trainings. You won't get access to the bonuses. You got to sign up. So again, go to brandmary.com slash niche to get signed up. I can't wait to see you there. As always, thanks again for tuning in to this week's episode of the Brand Mary podcast. Come hang out with me on Instagram at Michelle Knight Co. I'll be giving you reminders daily to sign up for the Niching Down Challenge. I'm not going to let you get, I'm not going to let you sneak away from this one. It's very, very important. And if you're at a place in your business where you're just starting out, you absolutely want to get in here because it's going to save you so much time and energy. And if you're at a place in your business where you feel like you have a solid brand foundation, but you really aren't seeing that consistent money even though you're doing the things, you also want to get in on this challenge because there's probably a hole and we want to find it. And we're going to help you do that inside the challenge. All right? So go to brandmary.com slash niche. Let's specify those niches. Let's get this party started. I'll see you there starting on October 18th. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Brand Mary podcast today. You know I'm all about action, so I wanted to give you some quick action steps to get you rocking and rolling in the days ahead. Number one, make sure you sign up for the Build a Better Brand Method. This is a completely free on-demand training teaching you how to completely elevate your brand and business. You can learn more at betterbrandmethod.com. And we love reviews over here on the podcast. I mean, who doesn't? If you can take a second to leave a review of the Brand Mary podcast over on iTunes, it would mean so much. And to reward you for your time and energy in doing so, I'd love to buy you your coffee, tea, or freaking muffin completely on me. Just after you leave a review, take a screenshot, head on over to Instagram, and find me, Michelle Knight Co. Send me your DM, and I will send you a gift card for Starbucks. It's like a win-win. Not only are you writing an amazing review, which allows us to get the podcast out to more people, you're getting a free beverage and we're connected on Instagram. And as always, if this episode spoke to you, please consider sharing it with just one 
person. It means a lot. All right. Thanks so much. And I'll see you in next week's episode.